Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. And yes, it's nearly 5pm on Friday. It's time to knock off, folks. You haven't knocked off already from work. If you're working from home, grab yourself a beer. Uh, chill out and uh, yeah, start to wind down with us as we talk about um, the rugby mania that's coming out this weekend. I hope to chat about the Farrah Palmer Cup. I mean, that's underway already with Northland playing um, Hawks Bay. Currently, the uh, score is 14-0 um, to uh, uh, Northland. Currently, um, two converted tries there. And they're, what, about 18 minutes in. So about a quarter of the game gone up there in Northland. So great start for um, the Curry. Um, up against the Tui there in that one. We'll keep you up to date with the, that score as we keep as we go through the show. For those of you watching the recording, obviously you know the, full, the result. We don't yet, but um, as I say, looking good for the home team up there. Well, shout out to talk about that. We'll look at rugby predictions for the men's games this weekend. We've got some tournaments across what five different tournaments going on at the moment, and so lots of rugby um, to, uh, to run through those. Uh, we'll um, we've also had the missing Pumas. Uh, who went for that health retreat in New South Wales have been named. So we'll uh, have a look at those as well. Um, plus uh, a little treat for you from our Warren Brosnian uh, interview that uh, we put out yesterday at 8pm. So a little snippet of that for you uh, as well. So 25 seconds to go until I can open my beer at five o'clock. I don't want to crack it open too early. Uh, yet again, I am with the uh, New Zealand Lagers. Nearly finished that box. So uh, Time to buy a new box. Uh, if you want to give me any sort of recommendations as to what box of 12 I can get at uh, New World, um, then um, let uh, let me know uh, in the uh, comments. You can also tweet me at Driving More. Um, and like, uh, oops, there it is, five o'clock. Cool. Bear time. There we go. Crack it open. Boa says it's a lovely sound um, for our podcast listeners. Uh, they're next to the, next to the microphone. Uh, with my uh, now traditional pour. Ah, so, as I say, um, that's a Farrah Palmer Cup, uh, and it's, uh, oh, dear me, it's getting even worse for Hawks Bay. Um, a third try um, for uh, Northland, so it's 19-0 now. I think we've still got the uh, conversion um, to come in that one. Um, uh, they're one of the teams that has actually got some 
uh, entire Nathan Wong uh, has uh, turned up, uh, has, is, is turning up for them today, uh, which is good to see. Um, across the other game, though, boy, oh boy, it's not going to be the, uh, the the same situation. Waikato um, versus Wellington at FMG Stadium. That's a game I will be at tomorrow. Uh, kickoff at uh, 12, uh, 12, 5 past 12 um, tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, Waikato will be missing seven, seven or nine um, players. Uh, sorry, I just realised I've, I've uh, may have got my number wrong there. Either way, it is a lot of players that are missing um, because of the um, uh, the Blackfords uh, and have, and uh, players being held um, for that one. Um, it's been a long time since Waikato have um, had a game uh, with them because obviously uh, the old. Um, What's the word I am looking for? Uh, COVID uh, delayed their game. And then their games since lockdown have been against um, well, Auckland-based teams. And so hence they've not had a game, a competitive game um, from that. So yes, nine Black Ferns are missing from the uh, Waikato side. No no surprise there that uh, the TAB has got Wellington, the away team, uh, as favourites in that game. So um, I'll be at that one and say, do uh, follow me. Uh, on uh, me on the Facebook page will be the post-match uh, interviews um, from that one. Um, you got some, some serious question marks here for New Zealand rugby, and, I, and it, it, it is prompting me to do a, a video um, for supporters only, uh, which will be called something along the lines of the uh, uh, insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result, because we've seen the numbers in Super tends uh, in the the, uh, the MPC and Super Rugby drop off as the All Blacks have been pulled out of those games, uh, and that's reduced interest in them. So here we are at the pointy end uh, of the season, uh, and we're uh, having the Blackfords pulled out of games, uh, and we're, we're yet we're trying to supposed to be trying to grow the women's game. Um, are we uh, basically just copying the men's model, which we know is financially um, unsustainable, uh, and also in Europe? It's uh, is uh, player welfare unsustainable as well? The number of games they play. So, uh, is this? Uh, are we not being imaginative enough with growing the uh, the women's game? Um, I think that's probably uh, a fair case that we're not. But anyway, so that's fair up on the cup. As I say, do um, the other game is a, a friendly between Manawatu versus uh, Canterbury. They're the two sides will be hosting the finals next weekend. Um, and so that's obviously just giving them game time uh, and uh, making sure. Um, they're, uh, uh, they, uh, they, yeah, the players go get, get up, are prepared for um, next weekend. Um, and unfortunately, I'm going to say, I think that they might need to put an asterisk by whoever is champion, saying that basically the, 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 the players that qualified the teams for the finals weren't allowed to play in um, the uh, finals uh, to some way. So um, there we go. That's uh, just my thoughts on the uh, the women's side of the game. Joshua, yes, is strangling the women's game at birth. Yeah, does. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, definitely see where you're coming from in that one. Um, let's have a look then at um, the uh, my, my predictions for the games that uh, are coming up um, this weekend. Um, starting off there um, with the uh, Rugby Championship this weekend, Argentina versus Australia. I'm going Australia by 20. Um, and as you can see, South Africa versus New Zealand. I'm going for New Zealand by seven. Uh, obviously, Argentina um, lost uh, last weekend um, to Australia comfortably. Uh, and uh, then when you think that six players 
um, won't be available. Those are Pablo Matera, Joaquin um, Diaz Bonelli, um, Felipe Zacura, Sebastian Cancellare, Santiago Medrano, um, Santiago Socino, uh, as well as two of the uh, staff members as well. Now, three of those players, two started and one was on the bench last weekend against Australia. So um, you can definitely say that uh, they'd expect at least a couple of those to be, well, probably at least three of those six players to be uh, involved again this weekend. Um, it sounds like they got a bit unlucky because apparently the, they changed the, the rules the morning that they travelled. So they weren't aware. So look, um, I'm not going to get too upset with them. I think we talked about a lot of that yesterday. But you've got to say that Argentina um, really uh, pushing a boulder uphill uh, in this game and expect Australia to extend their winning streak to four games um, with this one. Uh, South Africa versus New Zealand. Uh, do go and have a listen to Warren. Uh, our interview with Warren Brosnian um, where we talk uh, about um, what's uh, about the uh, the upcoming game, which about the uh, the Springboks game plan. Uh, we also uh, talk about sort of the state of rugby in South Africa, the uh, United Rugby Championship that's just kicked off, where South Africa are playing teams from Australia, play, sorry, playing teams from uh, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and Italy. Um, and also we talk about him facing the hacker. And here's a little video um, from him uh, answering that uh, that question. That's what it meant for you to pull on that green and gold jersey and to stand there and face the hooker? It's, it's simple. I mean, it's what we play the game for. Um, I played the game to, to stand one day and have that opportunity to face the hooker. That's, that was in my, when I sat down, when I was a youngster and I wanted to write my goals, that was one of my goals. I wanted to face that up. Uh, so uh, there you go. Um, I lost respect from Warren there and I say really, um, a really good chat with him um, yesterday um, around uh, around that. That went out at 8 p.m. Um, last night. So um, uh, you can watch that on Facebook, YouTube or Twitter. You can find, if you can find the tweet. Uh, also, it's available as a podcast as well. Go check out um, our pod catchers. Moving on then, let's go back to uh, those um, those predictions. If I can find my uh, flip through. Uh, we've also got the uh, the top 14 over in France going on at the moment. Uh, and uh, with this one, I generally uh, go with the home side. You can see uh, Breve um, over Stad. Stad picked up a win last weekend, their first of the season. Um, uh, expect uh, Leon over Bordeaux, Perpignan over Poe in those top three. Think, look at those, uh, uh, those uh, Perpignan versus Poe. Basically, they've both won all their home games and lost their away ones so far. Um, then I kind of go off track a bit. Uh, I think La Rochelle will be up over Montpellier, who's been having a, a bit of a poor start. And uh, or Toulouse also uh, uh, against Biarritz, the uh, um, the promoted team there. Cast uh, in Toulon is a, a, a poor travelling team, so they're going to go for Cast there. And uh, look, Clermont, um, their fortress really is not a fortress that it used to be anymore. And so I think Racing have got a good chance there. But as you can see, uh, I'm not going with a lot of uh, confidence on those away games. Um, but uh, there you go. That's my... Uh, Thoughts on the top 14. We've also got the Gallagher Premiership going on. Um, Bristol have made a really poor start to the season. Hence, I'm, I'm going with uh, with Bath in that one. Um, Saints had a cracking start to the season. Uh, and with them um, uh, up against London Irish, that should be a comfortable win for them. I expect Leicester Tigers, who have had a really good start to beat Saracens, who also had a good start with their opening win over Bristol. Obviously, they're back up from the uh, championship. Um the uh, Falcons versus Wasps will be a cracking game. 
I'm going away with the away team there. Um, Worcester, uh, look, I think it's going to be a tough season for them. I expect Gloucester to beat them. And then finally, another cracking game, Cell Sharks and Extra Chiefs. And that should be uh, a, a close one. I'm backing Cell Sharks. The Chiefs really have not made a great start to um, the season. Uh, hey, Con, how are you doing? Good, thank you, Paul. Welcome how to the you? weekend. Yes, welcome to the weekend. And yourself, how are you doing? Oh, good, good. Um, haven't really left the house today, apart from to fill up my uh, wheelbarrow with wood for the fire. Uh, which I've got. I saw two hours working this morning. Jeez, I forgot. I had to drive to a supermarket. It's so long ago. It was. There's so many things That's going cool. on. Um, Cheers. Just kind of lose track. Cheers. So, what are you? What are you drinking? Because I'm, I'm again on my uh, um, cheapo uh, New Zealand lager. But you'll, you'll clearly will be on some sort of uh, fancy craft ale. Um, well, with some, um, uh, flavors of hops or raspberries or something. That is semi-correct. You're half there. This is a. Um... I brewed it myself. It's a uh, New England IPA. That's what they call a NEPA. It's just basically a hazy, if you like hazies, which um, I must say is pretty fucking good. I actually, I actually ruined it. Oh, my wife ruined it. It was a long story, but um, I put a bit of grapefruit juice and it's made it really good. So it tastes like grapefruit, faintly like grapefruit beer, and it's pretty good. Anyway, yeah, this isn't go. a beer show. Um, no, it isn't. Not yet. Um... <laughs> Give it a but, year. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll pop back to the um, uh, to other rugby predictions. We'll probably get to some that you're more likely to be um, interested in. But uh, we'll first just cover off on the URC. I'd say we talked about the URC with Warren. Um, this is the uh, and uh, the fact that some um, rock media uh, are getting involved promoting that one. So yeah. Jay Z in the house. Yeah. Um, look, you've got to say that the the, the African teams without their internationals. Are really struggling, so hence I'm going with Connett and Scarlett. You're not giving them any. I'm not picking any. You're quite right. I've even I've even gone to the TAB and put a, a one dollar multi on all four South African teams to lose. It's a good, I think, so I, there we go. It's, I think. Um, look, uh, I've got a mild, you know, in level of intrigue with the USC. I. I I sort of catch the scores on on the premiership. I'm aware that it is a better competition than the USC, but um, apparently it had a great opening couple of is it one or two weeks? It's two weeks in, isn't it? This is the third week this weekend, or is it the second week? Uh, this is the second week for the uh, okay. Yeah, the it had a cracking cracking opening. Um, but these are I, I, because of I guess it's the connection that we you know super super rugby viewers uh, have to these teams kind of intriguing seeing how they go um and as you know you and i talked last week um the bets that i'd made uh, because the bulls and the, the sharks are offering tremendous uh um uh, potential uh, betting options uh but the bookies were pretty bang on there uh, they both got hammered uh and i didn't win a thing so um that was a waste of money but anyway i think uh the yeah the the Lions sort of is an interesting one, and uh, I think um, I think even the Bulls. Are, oh, look, I, I don't know about the form of these teams. I obviously know traditionally Munster and Leinster are the, the top dogs in, in the in the um, in the Pro 14. But um, can you tell me anything about uh, I guess the teams of uh, of Connacht and um, and uh, Glasgow uh, and even Scarlets and how good they are at the moment? And so, kind of, uh, are, are the um always the, the sort of youngest sibling or the, the smallest sibling of the Irish teams uh, there. So they always, but uh, if you have to head over to um, the uh, the West Coast, uh, then it really is a, a tough place to go. It's uh, it, it's, it's very windy. 
Um, they have the yeah, inside a greyhound track that they uh, that they play their game in. Warren Brosnan actually talked about his first about playing um, at that uh, at the ground. He said, "Yeah, the uh, uh, seeing the planes sort of land sideways because of the wind was uh, was kind of interesting." Um, so yes, uh, yeah, at home, Connaught a real tough op- op- uh, proposition. Away from home, it's a different ball game. But uh, so that's why I've gone with Connaught there. Um, Scarlets, look, they didn't have a great start uh, and. They've uh, they're, they're not the, they're not quite the side they were when um, when Pivac was uh, was running them uh, and they made it to I think uh, a, a semi final or, or a quarter final of the European Champions Cup. They're not quite at that level at the moment. Mm. But then again, the Lions also are not the same side that played the Crusaders in the Super Rugby final either. So hence I think that's why they'll they'll struggle there. Um, Glasgow uh, Warren said something like I think Glasgow has something like twenty one. Um, players uh that played at the rugby world cup last year which gives you really? uh, sorry 2019 so two years ago which gives you an idea of the difference in uh in, in scale between them and the uh uh the south african teams which when you think that over that's um over half of the south african squad play overseas um so only 20 players um play for south africa and they're, they're obviously those are missing as well which just gives you that the, the south african teams just don't have the same resources um, at their disposal. Yeah. It's going to take them a while to get used to this level, I think. So, hence Obviously, why the Glasgow, Glasgow and Edinburgh is just two teams to um, to so that kind of bolsters uh, their their player base there compared with um, South African having four. Well, there is that yes, but also same with Ireland as well. But, but you know, when, when we say Glasgow, but some, they're also home to some of the uh, uh, sort of um, Pacific Island internationals oh, yeah. as well. It's not only. Gotcha. Um, and some of the Argentinian players are now over there because the Hanguaris don't exist as well. Uh, so there's a, it's not just homegrown internationals either. There are uh, they have got some foreign internationals involved as well to boost them in there. Um, the and then again Mon- uh, storms up against Munster. We saw what Munster did to the Sharks was it last weekend. Yes, the Sharks last weekend. Yep. Uh, the, the Stormers were beating um, Zebra, uh, so beating Benetton at half time. And then threw the game away in the second half. So up against Munster, they will not get the opportunity to get that lead in the first place. Mm. Uh, so that's why I've got Munster by twenty. Uh, so I think the Bulls, like the the Bulls, would be the gold standard in South Africa at the moment. And so um, if they got a battering against Leinster, it kind of gives you an idea about where they're sitting in my mind. Um, it does, but you also got to remember that we've got the, I mean, the the Bulls, Sharks, and Stormers are missing their South African mm. internationals. So they're um, so they are miss they, they, until they come back from the championship. Uh, that they're all yeah they are playing weakened. Whereas the if you think that um, oh, uh, Steinman came off the bench for Munster last weekend, who's going to start this weekend? They have access to sure some of the British Irish Lions aren't playing yet, but they yep. do have more access to more of their players. Yeah, was the, it Conor, uh, Conor Murray? I think was playing for was it Leinster? Or I tuned in for a bit, and was it Conor Murray? Or, no, Conor um, Murray would be playing for Munster. Okay, um, from memory. So yeah, there was there was definitely some good I'm good players sure. playing against uh, playing for 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 those teams. That I mean, when we were speaking, I can't remember if it was on air or or outside of it. Um, the the my guess was that they wouldn't have played their best team because previously. Uh, they, they well historically, I understand they they often don't. They kind of um, kind of like the Super Rugby of old, where the the first sort of four weeks 
the best players don't really play. They kind of bring bring in the best players as they get closer to the playoffs. Um, but uh, it looked like they had a pretty pretty bang up team. Yeah, look, I mean, Leinster, I think, had, had one player who wasn't international at, uh, in the starting 15 in the 13 jersey. Everyone else, I think, had played international rugby. It's pretty impressive. Pardon me. It just gives you, yeah, the, the, the difference, the level of depth is just like is, um, is, uh, is unreal there. So uh, it's going to take a while for the South African teams to get used to that. Um, definitely. So did, did the, um, Joshua just said dark at 3.30 at Galway. It's, yes. It's pretty extraordinary for the fact that it's only October. Um, I think he's. I, th- I think. I think it will be. Yes, it won't be at this time of year. Ah, I mean, okay. So, what, 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 one of the comments that, that uh, Warren also mentioned in that interview was that uh, that yeah, currently the weather is nice in Europe. It's not going to yeah. stay that way. And so, after no, that's right. It's uh, a rude awakening when they get to yeah, dark, wet nights on a Friday. January, February will be will be tough. The, the, yep. the, the slog curse. But interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll tune into a few of these games. Um, well, good luck uh, if you can. Oh, actually, sorry, you can do because you've got uh, Spark yeah, Sport. A, I'm holding on to a Spark Sport description <laughs> for some reason, so I might as well use it because um, there's not a huge amount of uh, Black Caps cricket going on. Even if there was, they keep pulling out. Fair play to them. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, so, yeah, I'll tune into this. They... They don't have. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Sky Sports um, uh, highlights app. I'm not sure if you use that. Just um, as far as do you use that, Paul? No. Uh, I don't. Get if well, you're probably watching all of them live. But if you miss a game, <laughs> the highlights app is really, uh, really good. Uh, and so I'll catch a few sort of um, various sports. You know that I'm like IPL and that kind of thing. I'll ca- catch that. And sometimes rugby. Spark doesn't really have that, so you end up having to watch the whole thing. Now, if you're not um, you know, you don't have a massive passion about watching, you know, Benetton versus Lions. Um, it's difficult to watch the whole thing, but if you could watch it in five minutes, that's great. So hopefully they get on that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the big one of the big differences between Sky and, um, and Spark is that Sky do produce a lot of their own material, whereas um, Spark, uh, with the exception of things around the Rugby World Cup and I think around. The, uh, the domestic cricket, they really don't produce their own material. It's, it's they just take, um, they're really a, re, a, re, a rebroadcaster yeah. rather than actually a producer of That's stuff. Right. Um, yeah. So, which is, uh, so yeah, so unfortunately, they're, they're only going to do what they've paid for, or they're only going to have what mm-hmm. they paid for um, to show. Finally, then, the NPC is uh, this weekend only four games, um, as you can see. Um, this evening's 7 p.m. game is uh, Northland versus Waikato. Uh, I'm back in Waikato to continue their perfect run so far this season. Actually, well, they did, did they lose one, I think. So, yeah, they did lose one game, sorry, against uh, Canterbury. Uh, but, uh, yes, they've had a very good start to uh, to the season. Um, this is part of a doubleheader uh, because there's also the uh, preliminary final between Northland and um, Hawke's Bay. It's just half time there. Here in the Farrah Palmer Cup game, uh, with Northland leading 21 10, uh, two unconverted tries in response to uh, three converted tries there by Northland uh, in that one. Um, uh, Bay of Plenty up against Wellington. Now, Bo has gone for Wellington in this one. Um, I think that they've uh, only beaten sort of some of the, the weaker teams. Um, and so I'm backing Bay of Plenty. Bay of Plenty really have not. Uh, it, it's not going right for them at the moment. 
um, yeah. see how much um, they were hurt or how much their captain was hurting Aiden Ross with my post-match interview with him after their game last weekend against uh, Taranaki. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, Daryl Gibson, yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of rumors that he's perhaps losing uh, the dressing room uh, from, um, and he didn't seem to be up particularly, he, he wasn't uh, as upset on that one. Um, but um, we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, how that one, uh, how that one pans out. But uh, yeah, I'm still back in the bay mm. by three. Unfortunately, folks, close this is a two. Sorry. Oh yeah. Close one. Yep. Calling it close. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Paul. I was going to say, unfortunately, this one is a 2 p.m. game at uh, Rotorua, and I can't get from Hamilton to Rotorua in time um, to uh, to do this one. This is any helicopter pilots in the uh, in the audience. Uh, hit us up. Well, yes. <laughs> Give Paul a hand. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I've already told Bay of Plenty that I can't go, and so I've not filled in the COVID um, questionnaire clearance to, uh, to get into that game, so I would not be allowed in at this stage. Um, but, so, yeah. In future, if people would like to fly me around, and I'd love to have gone up to the two back-to-back Northland games, but uh, I didn't fancy driving through Auckland. So if someone fancies flying me up there, I'd have, yeah. I'd have definitely gone to those two. Yep. Um, uh, then we've got Manu 2 versus um, Otago. Wow, Joshua's going Otago by one, uh, he reckons, uh, with uh, Joshua Arnie back in that one. Um, and also... Um, uh, um, um, uh, Jerome Ainsley starting for Otago. Look, mate, I think you're uh, wishful thinking there. Mm. Look, Manawatu two had a great start to the season. They've got um, Aaron Smith playing for them. Yeah, this is uh, the, the, the turbos are looking mighty impressive. They do. And, and Otago have only played two games, right? Because they must have had, assume they had uh, um, fixtures against teams that have been unable to play Auckland, North Harbour others so they've only played two whereas men were two well they've actually only played three as well so um but yeah that'll, that'll be a good one that'll be a really good game and aaron smith might be the difference yeah otago was supposed to play north harbour last weekend in counties weekend before mm. so as you say yeah that's why they've uh, only uh that's why their, their wins although again so far have been uh, beating southland 26 19 uh, and then losing to Hawks Bay 34-10. Um, but that was all the way back on the 14th of August. Mm. So, what, a month and a half half away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
month and a half ago. So they've not played for six to eight weeks, six to seven weeks. Yeah, that's that's that could be a pretty big factor. Uh, whereas Manor or two have, um, but the the premiership uh, is pretty congested at the top. You know, you got four teams. I'm looking at it now. Uh, four teams with uh, with three wins and a loss. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, it's pretty cool. It, yes, it is. It is. Um, I'm just bringing up the uh, the standings now. We'll, we'll, we'll whack them um, on the screen. So last one, obviously, uh, Tasman Southland. Yeah, it's hard to look past the the uh, reigning double champions um, against Southland in that one. Um, let's Trish be honest. So Tasman by fifteen. And Southland are 0 and 3, so that doesn't help. Yeah, exactly, yes. So, having a quick look at um, the uh, table, and we'll try and resize that so it's a bit bigger for you to actually be able to maybe read it. At the top there, you've got Waikato um, on 16 points um, with uh, three wins and one loss. And those four bonus points proving to be very crucial. Uh, as mm. you say, it's good because of that congestion. Hawks Bay. Tasman and Canterbury also all on three wins and a loss, but um, Hawks Bay just sitting, uh, just got a one point lead over the other two because of an extra bonus point there um, in that one. Um, the uh, obviously the the big the the, uh, kind of the big unknown is that Auckland team sat down there in seventh place, having only played two games, one one lost one, but with two bonus points, so they could if they win all of their um, catch-up games could shoot to the top of the table. Mm. Um, so uh, that's uh, a big one. Looking at Wellington versus Bay of Plenty and they're playing this weekend, that's starting to look like a relegation battle. Um, and that uh, whoever loses could be going down um, if uh, we get the season finished because you've got to wonder what would they do yeah. if, if Auckland can't play any games. Well, they might be. I mean, it, it might be. Yeah, some. I mean, the, in the UK, obviously, you know, relegation promotions are a big deal, and they had to to be quite creative with how they dealt with that, with extra teams in the in the Premiership and and that kind of thing. Although they did relegate Saracens, right? Is that correct? There was did no one, uh, Saracens came up last season. They've, they've ring fenced now with thirteen teams. Yeah, that's right. So they so they, anyway. so they promoted <laughs> Saracens. Uh, yeah. But didn't relegate a team, and if they if it wasn't Saracens in the in the um, is it the championship below the Premiership for for, yep. the, for the, yeah so if it wasn't Saracens in there you'd think that perhaps they wouldn't have promoted um, whoever was in there, uh, but um, that was obviously to do with the salary cap thing another you know separate thing but you're right um, it will be very hard for them to it seems to me that they yeah as LB says they either call it off or they will exempt teams that were COVID or lockdown affected. Now, look, it's, um, as far as I'm aware, they haven't called off relegation in promotion relegation in the Farrah Palmer Cup. And we'll have a look at those tables next um, as to uh, and explain what that impact is. But um, as far as I know, they haven't called it off yet. So, no. Um, in the NPC, though, with having only played two rounds, uh, yeah, if, uh, um, if they can't catch up, then I, I would expect them to call that off. Yep. Um, but so yeah, so at the moment it looks like to me, anyway, the, the loser this weekend between Bay of Henshaw and Wellington could very well be facing the drop. Mm -hmm. um, down in the championship, and boy, oh boy, the Naki are looking extremely good 
four wins from four games. Uh, a massive turnaround, really, on uh, where they were last year, or where they have been the last couple of years. Um, with um, I've gone blank as to the name of their head coach, um, but um, an experienced guy uh, used to be with the uh, the Chiefs. Um, and uh, I asked him last weekend, what had changed? What, what were they doing differently? And he reckoned they were doing nothing different. And you're kind of like, no, nah, that can't be true. But um, I can't really call him a lie to his face on uh, on camera. Um, but um, clearly they're doing something better. Uh, and uh, his appointment, uh, you'd expect, was is, is the key thing that's been mentioned there. Um, that's the obvious change. So they've lost play quality players like Sean Wainui, uh, et cetera. So they really are playing together. Look at that. 168 points for... That's yeah, a lot of points. Um, it's incredible. Uh, with 19 tries. Look at looking at the Premiership. No one is anywhere near. Oh, well, 18 tries for Waikato, but only 129 points. So nearly 40 points less than, uh, than, than the Naki. And the Naki have been playing Premiership teams. They're not yeah. supposed to win Premiership games. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very cool. They'll be going up. All signs point to that. They do. They've got to get past Manawa too, though, because remember, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. It's going to come down to one game, a final between mm -hmm. the two, um, because you, you've got to say Manawa two uh, look, uh, are looking impressive uh, and should make that um, should make the finals. Uh, so yes, Naki, the Naki will get a home a home final, but the question is, yeah, can uh, on, on on any given Sunday, as they say. Mm -hmm. Even though the uh, championship game is generally a Friday or a Saturday, um, the, um, they well, could, Smith, uh, they could Smith be playing off. at that stage, or is he heading? Is he going to be on the? I can't recall if he's going to be on the European tour, or it's a maybe. Uh, he's a maybe. His baby is is um, his baby. Uh, his what? Uh, yeah, his, his, his wife is due in November. Um, so that so would kind yeah. of indicate that with either baby baby duties or or All Blacks duties, there's a good chance that he wouldn't be playing in in the, that part of the season. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I guess because he, um, he lives down in in, uh, in Dunedin, mm. um, and uh, so if he was playing for Otago, uh, I could see him turning out and still playing. But playing for the Manawa Two base out of uh, New Plymouth, uh, not with New Plymouth, sorry, Palmerston North. Wife's um, 38, 39 months. It might not go 38, 39 uh, weeks. It might not go down too well. So we'll have to see what happens there with that yeah. one. Um, but uh, there, there was talk that if the baby arrived early, he might make it on the November tour. Yeah, it should be. So it should be cool. Although, yeah, the the, the backup players are, are pretty sharp, going pretty well. Yeah, look, so, I've got no. I, I just, it was good I, to have him there. It's good experience with the other players. Uh, I don't see the yeah, I, don't, I don't see the need to rush him back mm, under these right. circumstances. So uh, on that one. Um, on the, uh, um, again, yeah. the, Sorry, the, uh, the the big um, question marks are around uh, uh, North Harbour, Otago uh, and uh, counties who have only played two games. Now, probably not so much counties who have lost both their games, but North Harbour and Otago, how good are they really? Um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I know when I did my pre-season interviews with all the head coaches last year, um, that Otago were very much a, we our, our goal is promotion. Now they didn't make it clearly. They they had an off. They didn't they didn't meet their goals that season. Um, but you'd be I'd be surprised if their goals weren't the same this year. Yep. Um, so uh, they expect to be in the mix at the end. 
and and it is good that the the um, premiership teams are not just you know uh, are not all including the super the, the major cities. It is good to have uh, a bit of a mix up there. You know, despite I'm sure Otago fans and players and coaches etc are not being thrilled about where they're sitting, um, it adds a bit to the competition. Yeah, on no. The, go on. Go. No, you go. I'm going to go. I was going to say, yeah, I agree. I was going to be very boring. No, um, oh, nothing, cool. nothing really interesting to say. I, I've I was really disappointed. And now I've heard your theories. This is getting into the sort of theoretical thing, but um, my ideal Super Rugby was a NPC styled Premiership and Championship arrangement. Because I think um, having six teams or, or seven teams or eight teams in a top tier and a lower tier where you can have teams like the Force and teams like Fiji and teams like Japan, etc. Uh, in my mind, where they do have a playing against it, they do play against each other as well. Uh, and a promotion relegation seemed like a really good way to allow those weaker teams to be introduced um, and, uh, and over time build up. Um, so that, in my mind, I know you've talked, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard all fair. I'm not sure only about your sort of ideal, but I, I, that would be what I think they could have done for the Super Rugby Pacific or Asia Pacific, um, because bringing a team into uh, playing week in week out against the Blues and the Crusaders and the Canes is very difficult, as we've seen. It just it's just a, it's a bit of a disaster, and I and I have a feeling that with all the good intentions of the draw and that it it could be a bit of a bloodbath. And we know that the Australian situation ideally Australia has three teams, New Zealand has five, um, and then that would potentially be the Premiership, and then have promotion relegation and bring those other teams through. But um, alas, we didn't get that. So yeah. It's a, that's the great thing about what the NPC has is that promotion and relegation, the two teams the pl playing off between each other is, makes it really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, that would have been my pick if I was in charge. Maybe, maybe um, is it Robinson? I forget his name. Oh, uh, look, see. There's, um, uh, well, yeah, we're, we're, let's, we'll be careful what we get, where, what we, where we go with that one. Um, but, um, look, I mean, it, quite clearly Australia would have been a big no to that because, look, they... they uh, the way that it's been structured guarantees them team into the finals. Uh, it's sort of with uh, yeah. TV and interest on that kind of thing. So that's right. The idea that uh, all the Australian teams could be in the, the championship section of it wouldn't really kind of work. So I'm yeah, I'm not, I don't think. Um, I, well, I'll say, I, I see where you're coming from, uh, and it also provides in a way of a question mark: How do you expand? Because let's be honest. Um, Super Rugby Pacific is not a final version um, by no. any stretch of the imagination. And I guess that's what it's get, what the idea. That's that's what I'm. Uh, I guess my perspective is is that um, it would allow. Yeah, it's it's a downside, and I see Simon in there. The the if the Blue or the, or, or the Highlanders team end up in the second tier, it's a real problem for them. So you might need to find a way to have that second tier feed into the, the, the finals. But um, but it is a, um, it's, yeah, it just seems to me that the, the challenge of adding teams to Super Rugby is that they, they're going to have a similar situation as they had with some most. The Jaguars were 
that you know we, we probably don't talk much about Jaguars. I think <laughs> I feel a bit for for uh, Argentine fans because no one really talks much about the Jaguars, but they did amazingly well, you know, in the competition. They were you know about as good as it gets. But we don't have a country like Argentina willing to put the you know best players they can into a into a single team as we do. If Japan were to put their best players in, well, that would be they potentially would be better too. But I would say Argentina is certainly better than Japan. So, so any other team that's going to struggle. Um, look, I know this wasn't on the agenda, Paul, but, uh, <laughs> but it just uh, came when I was, you know, when I was uh, reconsidering the uh, the, um, the table. There. Look, I we we, we, we that, that, that is a rabbit hole we could go down, but um, looking at the time, uh, we don't have time to go down it tonight today. Uh, but some um, the yeah the, the the difference in how uh, the Haguares and the Summers were put together, the amount of planning around it, etc. Uh, was um, all a was 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 yeah chalk and cheese uh, as yeah. to which one and it was very clear which one wasn't going to be which one wasn't going to be successful uh, in that one uh, because of just yeah the, the planning around it um, and that's one of the scary things I think about at the moment the uh, Fiji and Drua and the Moana Pacifica is that with the uh, Fiji and Drua we can see they've already got ten players named uh, we already know who their head coach is going to be. Oh. Um, we can see, uh, we, we know that they've got their other players sure, contracted, uh, they just haven't announced them yet. So we can see all. that the Fiji and Drua are in the right way. Whereas Moana Pacifica, there's a lack of um, uh, a lack of clarity back? on that one. Uh, Sorry, you may or may... Sorry, a bit of a disconnect. Yeah. No, I'm not sure if uh, Colin's frozen on me, I'm not sure if I've frozen on his end or which is uh, or how it's, how it's managing, but um, just uh, very quickly... Uh, we were going to talk about the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup ones and why promotion relegation might happen there, even though they didn't complete all the games. As you can see, Otago Spirit lost all of their games um, during uh, this one. Um, and uh, and so they, you can see quite clearly that, that even though Auckland Storm didn't finish their games, other teams didn't finish all their games, there's no, ex no kind of argument as to who is the team that's uh, in that bottom place. Again, uh, if you look at uh, the championship the sides that uh, were unable to, or the side unable to finish its games was uh, North Harbour, uh, and again, um, clearly behind Manawatu and Northland uh, in that situation. So, hence, uh, what if, when, if or when one of those two gets promoted, there's no real argument that they should that someone else was better than them down there. So, I can see why they're going ahead um, with it. Also, um, LB uh, has um, uh, has put in in the comments, his prediction for um, the uh, uh, spring box versus uh, the, the All Blacks with the box by 10. LB, uh, yes, I, I'd, uh, I've gone New Zealand by seven. Um, I think you're uh, being a little bit optimistic for, for um, box by 10, but I do, but they look, they have a chance of winning it. Uh, it's unfortunately, it's the hope that kills you, um, as they say. So, um, yeah, good. Uh, uh, looking forward to that game. Unfortunately, it's an 11 p.m. kickoff uh, as apparently Queensland doesn't change its clocks. I mean, what kind of country is Australia? You have multiple time zones, and then some, some parts have been doing. That's terrible. And some can, some parts do have daylight savings, some don't. It's just a, it's oh, it's a crazy, crazy world. Um, but there we go. Um, so, everybody, um, Con, thank you for joining me. Uh, I've got a black screen there, so it's all it's tech has 
unfortunately been Sorry, a bit of an issue for us. You can hear me though, can you, Paul? I can hear you. Yes. Okay. Um, sorry, yes, so I'm not sure what's happening there. Sorry, sh shouldn't have I shouldn't have these issues being in IT, but alas, that is me. Um, I would say I think it's going to be AVs by uh, by 19. I'm putting it out there. I think 19. Um, That's a bit precise. Yeah. It's very precise, Paul. That's me in a nutshell. No, I think uh, somewhere around. I think 20 is a little bit arrogant, to be honest. That's why I said 19. <laughs> uh, so so 19. And the reason is, I think. Um, uh, uh, I it's also uh, um, three try three tries, but only two conversions in difference between the scores. So I think, um, which says a bit about the. You're just checking my math there. I'm not 100 percent sure, um, but I think uh, the All Blacks will have a bit more ball going to hand. Although I would say that if South Africa win, it wouldn't shock me. So whilst I do think the All Blacks will comfortably uh, will win this one with a bit of comfort. Um, because they would just they would have disappointed themselves last week. Uh, anything can happen against the box, who are a great team. Um, uh, yes, two, two big things from the All Blacks: a, they're they're packed in the front up enough, um, and got yeah. got certain, and uh, they really got beaten up up front by, by the Fords. And so, probably the the, uh, the Fords will be wanting to make a statement this weekend, and we'll see how that one, uh, if they can, against a very good and very physical um, Springboks pack. Uh, and uh, the other one is. Just a number of dropped balls, um, poor handling in the backs. Uh, yeah, can they uh, clean that up um, this weekend? So from, a, from, a, from an All Blacks point of view, it's those two things. From a Springboks point of view, as Warren Brosnian said, uh, it's not so much about changing the game plan. The game plan is getting them in the right places. It's about uh, spotting when the opportunity is on and taking it. The kick-first game plan is still the right game plan to get them in that position in the first place. Um, but they just didn't take those opportunities when they when they uh, presented themselves. Anyway, well overrun, folks. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, I'll be back with post-match reaction to both the uh, Argentina versus um, uh, Australia and South Africa versus uh, New Zealand games. Uh, there'll be no lo um, lockdown beers tomorrow on Saturday because of the rugby that's on and the games on that. But we should be back on Sunday with uh, lockdown beers at 5 p.m., folks. Also, um, we're thinking, or I'm thinking of, Continuing this daily kind of rugby news show, uh, maybe an off-season uh, when the news sort of gets a bit quieter. But uh, um, to do that, though, folks, I really would love your support. Um, so please head over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio uh, to become a supporter of New Zealand Sport Radio. Um, Con did that um, the day before yesterday, I think. Or, or to, um, So uh, so he has become a supporter. Thank you, sir. Um, it means the world to me. Uh, everyone else, please. Uh, if you could, I would be um, much uh, um, much appreciated of that. Um, yeah, someone here says he voted no in the referendum for daylight savings in Western Australia. Well, there we go. There's um, plenty of daylight over there, probably. Well, yes. Uh, I, I, to me, yeah, choose a time and stick to it. Stop moving clocks around. Jeez. My kids came in and went, hey, look, we've let you sleep in. It's 8.15. No, it's not. It's 7.15. You've not let me sleep in at all. Rubbish. <laughs> the clock's changed. Deary me. Um, I wasn't awake enough to tell them that because I couldn't figure it out. There we go. Because my mobile phone has changed. It wasn't until I got in the car and my, the, the, the clock in the car doesn't change automatically that I realised. Deary me. Anyway, why was I tired? Yes, because it woke me up early. That was the day after you did a post show at about 12.30 as well, I think. So that's why. Yes. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Con. Thank you, everyone who's joined us. Uh, sorry for the rant, but uh, hey, sometimes you just need to let it out. <laughs>